Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom's weight management programs are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast, your morning pitching podcast from PitcherList.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is June 20th, and yes... We are going to talk about baseball. Oswaldo Bido went six innings, three earned runs, five hits, two walks, and seven Ks. And you don't know who that is, do you? If you do, awesome. Look at you. Uh, He went for the Pirates, and he came through for seven strikeouts. There was a moment we let all three earned runs when it was raining. It was this very weird shower. And remember, his bases loaded. They even said, should we continue pitching? They go, yes, we should. Of course, he allows a hit there. He allows two earned runs. It's just like, this is stupid. Um, he tosses 92 to 95. Uh, these are sinkers with, I mean, you could say they're four seamers. They just have a lot of lateral movement, okay? Those horizontal movement. And he has a changeup that can be okay, a slider that can be good. Uh, it sometimes is really, really sharp and then sometimes isn't. I don't think he's that good. Uh, he does get at Miami and then Milwaukee is next too. So Beto could be that stream you need over the weekend on Saturday. To help you get over the edge. But I mean it's of, of your weekly matchup. But it's just not really something that I'm going to be targeting with any sort of frequency. And by the way I do want to mention tomorrow night playback.tv we are doing a live broadcast of Aaron Nola versus AJ Smith Shaver. All you need is the ability to watch the game via MLB.tv or your cable provider then it's free. And we're doing this as a community. It is awesome. Uh, we're going to invite people on stage to talk about the game as it's happening. We're just watching this awesome game at 6.40 p.m. Eastern Time on Wednesday night. It's Phillies versus Atlanta. Come on by. Absolutely free. It's going to be super, super fun. Be there. Drew Smiley went against the Pirates. Five innings, zero and runs, three hits, five walks, and four Ks. Why did you have to do five walks with the Pirates? But whatever. The, the curve was still hung a ton. And that's annoying because Smiley, when he's really good, doesn't hang the curveball and he did but all right whatever um yeah you play by matchup with drew smile but he really is not the guy he was in the beginning of the year uh, brian Homing went for the marlins in a bullpen game he did go four innings and 54 pitches but yeah no max scherzer against the astros eight innings one earned run four hits one walk eight k's and this is why you start your studs merrill kelly is a stud for your teams right now seven innings one earned run three hits one walk and seven k's Fast and I had a really good discussion about Merrill Kelly on the on the Corner podcast, so definitely check that one out. In very short, I mean, you really should listen to it. The changeup is one of the better changeups in baseball right now, and I think the combination of four seamers and changeups down are helping each other out. Uh, Ryan Walker against the Padres. Yep, that is another bullpen game. Don't care. That was for the Giants. Michael Waka against the Giants. Six innings, two earned runs, four hits, two walks. So yeah. Michael Waka, you did another great thing. Oh, wait, wait, what is this? Zero strikeouts and three whiffs in an 18% CSW? What? What? I, you know, when things are good, things are good. That's just that's just how it is. And gets the Nationals next. All right, fine. Andrew Heaney against the White Sox. Honestly, had the best command I've seen from him all season. 
It was 5.2 innings of two and runs, five hits, zero walks, and six Ks, 14 whiffs, 30% CSW across 90 pitches. And as a lefty against the White Sox, got the win. He did what I, I want to call the mutton chops. You know, I have the neck beard where like Dallas Keuchel was staying low and under to the zone and everything, making you go after kind of like how Stroman does it now. He needs the opposite. He had sliders, uh, glove side, and change-ups arm side. So there's your east-west edge of the mutton chop. And then you have the hair at the top, which is the four-seamers. He avoided the middle of the plate a lot. I like this a ton. Normally, we see the the wave of his arm angle across the zone. That is, you can kind of see his arm angle based on how you can draw a line through all the pitches and you know that it's like a 75-degree angle or something, right? This was actual precision. Um, and I really dig this. I really hope that Andrew Keeney is this. I don't believe that he is, but I hope that he is. James Paxson against the Mariners went, sorry, not the Mariners, the Twins went 6.1 innings, three earned runs, three hits, one walk, and seven Ks for a win. here in 16 whiffs along the day. He allowed a three-run shot on a very meaty four-seamer, and that was it. I mean, his curve and cutter weren't even that great, and he just still does great things with that fastball, even though that one was a very meaty fastball. I wish you did not throw it. All right, we keep starting back since just about health at this point. Our stream pick of the day yesterday for us and for PLBot was Reese Olsen, and he came through. He did well against the Royals. Six innings, three earned runs, six hits, one walk, and eight strikeouts. 15 whiffs and a 35% CSW. Just so close to a golden goal here. Uh, the slider and the changeup came through for 13 whiffs combined. It's what you want to see. Lots of called strikes with the four-seamer. He gets the Twins... And you might want to roll the dice again. I'm just saying, Reese Olsen's, Olsen's kind of good. He, he like has these moments of the changeup look so nice when he gets that down. Jordan Lyles. This was really funny also on the OTC. We we saw that it was a 4-1 to one game. Jordan Lyles is not going to win this year. And Fast asked me, look, is he going to get his win? I was like, no, Kansas City is going to blow it. And he did. Poor Jordan Lyles. Uh, the seventh inning was a disaster. He went six innings, but two of his earned runs came in that inning. On the seventh, three and run, six hits, one walk, three Ks. He's got a poor quality start at least against the Tigers. Yeah, oh, poor guy. You don't start Jaron Lyles. Brandon Williamson against the Rockies. Five innings, three and run, six hits, zero walks, and five Ks. Does it count as working? I don't really think so. That's not really what you want to chase. Uh, yeah, just he was sitting a little bit higher on the fastball, but uh, as far as velocity goes, but yeah, not what you want to do. And Tanner Banks, you don't really know who this is. Uh, yeah, no. Um, he's he's completely mediocre. 63 pitches, 3.2 innings, 300 runs, 5 hits, 0 walks, 3 Ks. I thought it was going to be Jesse Schultons for the White Sox. He threw 9 pitches. <laughs> so I guess not. We have a lot of others to talk about. Pablo Lopez and Jose Barrios, Flaherty, as well as today and tomorrow's starters, and a little bit of underdog uh, strategy for those who play that after this break. When it comes to weight management, we tend to put our focus on what we eat. But Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat, and that's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. 
And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. Try Noom today and see the results for yourself. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Pablo Lopez went against the Red Sox. 5.2 innings, 4 and runs, 6 hits, 3 walks, and 9 strikeouts. Got 16 whiffs for Koshi of the Gallows Pole. He looked so good, and it kind of fell apart at a moment's notice, but I really just think he's the bee's knees. Um, I think baseball is just weird in this way, where he can can just dominate, but then also walk in a run. It's just, ah, it's so frustrating. I know he's better than that in those moments. I know he knows he knows he's better than that. Um, Yeah, that was a good sentence. Yes, that was. Okay. I'm absolutely buying low on Pablo Lopez wherever I can. This is worse than a very poor quality start, but he's still got nine strikeouts. He still get the domination. It just kind of fell apart in these little lapses, and he's much better than this. Austin Gomber at the Reds, six Ks in four innings and 5.1. I mean, innings, uh, sorry, yeah. 5.1 innings, four and runs, five at zero walks and six Ks. You don't want to do it, even though that, I guess, is a good start from him with a sub one whip in his in six strikeouts. Yeah, just don't do Gomber. Jose Barrios finally looks mortal again. Uh, it's the it, Usually he's a great fundulator, but now he's the great undulator again. Uh-oh. Four innings of five earned runs, eight hits, one walk, four Ks against the Marlins. He hasn't allowed more than three earned runs since April 8th, which is wild. Everything got, got tagged here. Curve, sinker, change, four-seamer. His curve looked really good as far as whiff-wise, but yeah, I think he's going to be fine. He's going to get the athletic, so... Let's just forget about this. Jack Flaherty is going to be hard to forget. 6.1 innings of 600 runs, 10 hits, 1 walk, and 5 Ks. He was getting trounced as I was doing the list and writing his note. His slider was 1 for 18 C stubby. The curve went 3 for 22 whiffs. The Nats messed him up. They were aggressive and things just didn't work out. And yeah, um, Flaherty is still still has the same upside that he had before. Like This start, start doesn't change that. It's just he isn't the guy. He's not there yet. And how long is it going to take? I don't know. I don't know. Are we just going to get it normal again next time? I don't... <sighs> you know, it's probably just wise to avoid cherry bombs overall. Hunter Brown against the Mets. 5.2 innings, 6 turned runs, 7 hits, 2 walks, 7 Ks. Very frustrating. Now he gets the Dodgers and the Rangers. Not fun, uh, but I'm going to still start him against the Dodgers. I just think that he's better than this. He also introduced a splitter that wasn't that good. Which I think is kind of strange. Just throw the, the four-seamer in the breaking balls. It'll work out better than this. Josiah Gray was on the other side of the Flaherty start and wanted to make him feel better. So he also allowed six earned runs across five innings. And nine hits, one walk, and six Ks. I don't think Josiah Gray is worthwhile in your NL-only league. Really, I, I just don't think what he does is an approach that works. And lastly, there's Corbin Burns against the Diamondbacks. Five innings, seven earned runs, eight hits, two walks, three Ks. He's cooked, right? I don't think so. I watched this. It was six earned runs in the first inning. And I got to say, you really don't see six earned runs in the first. And then the guy goes four more innings after that. That's pretty, pretty remarkable in my book. And Corbin Burns looks good. You know, there are times I watch pitchers and I think, is this guy kind of in control and doing a lot of what he wants to do and his pitch moving, moving well and the velocity is there and everything? Yeah. Yeah, Corbin Burns is that. I can't really explain it at the moment, and oftentimes when I can't really explain it, it corrects itself over time. 
So if you're freaking out about Corbin Burns, well, he was super locked in the starts before this. The Diamondbacks were also really aggressive. He had first and third in two pitches into the game. It was absolutely wild. The Diamondbacks were ultra aggressive on him. And it was just a disaster first inning. Sure, three Ks and six whiffs overall across 86 pitches showcases. It wasn't just the first inning. You know, it was clearly a lapse in, in many fashions. But I will say the, the Diamondbacks, again, were very aggressive against him. And it didn't really allow him to get deep into these counts, right? So Burns, I think, is a great buy low. I, I, I recognize that he's not going to necessarily be the 35% strikeout guy, but... He's still a fantastic pitcher in my book. All right. Uh, we are going to talk about underdog sports for a moment. Uh, they have this fantastic game called the seventh inning stretch. Uh, they're doing a midseason tournament um, where you can uh, do best ball leagues for the second half. Um, you'll probably be hearing these ads moving forward. It's a really cool thing. And uh, I have not done my draft yet, but I figured we would just quickly talk about uh, what I'm looking to do and who my targets are for this that go against their projection system. You're going to see the their projections for uh, how many points you're going to get. It's a best ball, so you just draft it once. It's 20, 20 uh, players. You really get 10 pitchers. And uh, this is, this is or not really 10 pitchers. It's really like three that you're typically starting, but you want to have about like seven or so. And these are my top five targets that go against their projections for the second half. And keep in mind, you have wins, strikeouts, Innings, earned runs, and quality starts are the points of this. So hits and walks are not affected by it. Something to really consider because a lot of these guys, I think, are having elevated hits per nines or they have walk guys or they they, they walk a lot and that's really their issue or they're just generally undervalued. And uh, these are my top five. So one should not be a surprise. Sandy Alcantara is way pushed down in this projection system. And considering how I feel about him, uh, especially when it comes to strikeouts and innings and earned runs and quality starts, like he should be a master of this, especially in the second half when he will be a lot better than I think he has been in the first half. So Sandy Alcantara, absolutely number one, is a target I'm going to be having in my draft. Second is Pablo Lopez, who is still really far pushed down on this. And considering that his earned run total is much higher than it should be at the moment, and also like kind of you know, some some higher hit per nine, um, is messing up the quality start run that he's had. I think Pablo Lopez is a really good get for this as well. Uh, George Kirby. Uh, I think in your normal fantasy leagues, George Kirby, you guys know, is just really good. 107 whip because he doesn't walk anybody. The thing is, the hit per nine is actually kind of high. And that's not getting negatively affected to him by this. Quality starts absolutely. Wins absolutely. Lower end runs, innings. I mean, the whole thing is like, yeah, George Kirby's made for this. Uh, and it was really shocking to see him outside the top 20 of starters in the, their projections for this. Uh, Garrett Whitlock is someone I think is a really sneaky late get. He's 13% rostered right now in leagues. And Garrett Whitlock has the mold of a quality start pitcher. Where it's sinker command with a really good changeup and a really good slider. I mean, we're talking like a 22% swing strike rate on it. Uh, because of the delay that he had, I think innings-wise, he's just going to go the rest of the way. Uh He's a really, really solid get for this best ball league. And Jesus Lazardo is the last one because his biggest fault has been hits allowed. His whip has been the issue. Earned runs hasn't. His innings hasn't. His quality starts haven't. His strikeouts haven't. And what do you know? This doesn't include whip. So I think Jesus Lazardo is getting pushed down dramatically by ADP. He should not be. 
Um, and I also think he just gets better as the season goes on. So those are five guys I'm targeting for my drafts. I'm going to be doing my draft next week, next Tuesday. I'm going to review my draft a little bit and talk about uh, my strategy inside of it. Uh, but definitely go check it out and use promo code PitcherList uh, to get up to $100 on your deposit matched by Underdog. It's a really fun game that they are doing. All right, looking forward to today and tomorrow's games. Uh, Garrett Cole, Spencer Strider, Clayton Kershaw, Tyler Glasnow, Framber Valdez, Nathan Evaldi, George Kirby, Marcus Stroman, and Justin Verlander are my auto starts for today. You start your studs. You just saw Max Scherzer take down the Astros. They are laboring. It's actually interesting. I saw a tweet that was showing that the Yankees, the Dodgers, and the Astros all have the same 39-33 and 33 record, and every single fan base is complaining about how bad they are. Yeah, just start Verlander against the Astros. Everyone else has an easy matchup. Really, there isn't a tough one here, so all cool there. Uh, in the probable start tier, we have Dylan Cease, Billy Ober, Yusei Kikuchi, Yuri Perez, Jordan Montgomery, Aaron Savali, and Michael Lorenzen in the probable start tier. So I'm trying as much as I can to really emphasize that uh, any kind of Toby that I think is a decent stream should be in the probable start tier. And that's why you have Montgomery against the Nationals, Savali against the Athletics, and Lorenzen against the Royals down here. At the top of it, there's Dylan Cease against the Rangers. I don't know how to feel about that uh, because the slider was better last night, but still wasn't pristine, and it's the Rangers, and the Rangers are terrifying. Bailey Ober is a very solid play, I think, against the Red Sox. Kikuchi is a stream pick pick of the day against the Marlins as he's been throwing a lot of curveballs and sliders in the zone for strikes. Uh, Chad was telling me, no, like, look, Miami is a top five WRC plus against lefties. Maybe I should be reconsidering this. And maybe I should. Uh, something for you to think about on your own. But I'm going to do it because I just be- want to believe in the, how the pitcher is going. And the pitcher himself, Yusei Kikuchi, is doing great uh, with those curveballs and sliders. While Yuri Perez against the Jays is a very tough one, I think. Uh, but I'm going to do it if I have Yuri Perez. I just think he's too good despite it being the Jays. Questionable start tier. Mackenzie Gore could do great things. I just don't buy into the approach being a consistent one for him against the Cardinals. Uh, Johan Aviedo could work against the Cubs. It's very Cherry Bomb-esque and not as more Toby safe, I think, than the others. Uh, in the t- in the probable start tier, Reed Detmers could do well against the Dodgers. And if that comes through, we're going to be picking him up everywhere. Uh, Ranger Suarez against the Atlanta Braves is so annoying because Ranger is in such a good rhythm, but it's Atlanta. Kyle Brash is a cherry bomb and gets the raise. Maybe that does work. And Cutter Crawford, I'm just so curious. He got 80 pitches last time, and maybe he comes through with that fastball uh, here against the Twins. And then do not start to your Luis Medina should have an opener against the Guardians. Maybe he gets a poor quality start for you. Uh, you have Seth Lugo against the Giants with Anthony Escafani on their side. I'm uh, going against the Padres. I don't want to start either one. Seth Lugo is a still ill. He could be worth the pickup, though, as he does come back from the IL. So you maybe pick him up, and you don't have to start him here. And then afterwards, you should be good. Anthony Discafani doesn't have his fastball command. Ben Lively, I don't really trust the slider anymore against Rocky Road. Sorry. Uh, Daniel Lynch, fastball changeup against the Tigers. I don't think it's going to work. Colin Ray against the Diamondbacks, maybe, but I don't want to do it. Ryan Nelson on the other side of it. Uh, is not had a secondaries, and Noah Davis is starting for the Rockies in Cincinnati. That's a very clear do not start. Looking at tomorrow's games, you have Luis Castillo, Kevin Gosman, Zach Gallen, Shoei Otani, Christian Javier, Aaron Nolan, Yu Darvish, all very clear auto starts. I mean, maybe not Aaron Nolan and Yu Darvish. Darvish has been a little shaky while Aaron Nolan is going against Atlanta. Watch that game live, 6.40 p.m. I'll be alive at 6.30, by the way. It's going to be super fun. It's absolutely free. Come on by. Uh, check it out on Twitter. Uh, there'll be a tweet about it uh, if you're in pin tweet about it if you are curious about it. Uh, it's going to be the best time. 
Um, but yeah, I think that both of these guys, you're still just better off starting. Otani needs to throw the sliders with strikes in. Same thing with Christian Javier. Just guys, you got this. I believe in you. Um, probable start tier again. Garrett Whitlock is so under rostered and he gets the twins stream pick of the day there. Taj Bradley just had 11 strikeouts and now he gets the Orioles. So we're doing that. Tyler Wells on the other side against the Rays. It's a very tough matchup, but if you have Tyler Wells, I know that you're going to start him. So that's okay. Sandy Alcantara against the Jays. I think he's going to be better. The command was really bad last time. I don't think that's who he is. Um, and I'm just going to start him if I have him uh, going against the Jays. Sonny Gray has been really rough the last six starts. It's like a 1-5 plus whiff. Uh, sorry, whip, which is so bad. At one point, like 5-7 or something. It's it's really shaky. But the Red Sox outside of Devers aren't really that scary. So fine. Andrew Abbott gets Rocky Road. Sure, I don't really love the skill set of... Andrew Abbott, but that's fine. Same with like Brady Singer. He's a cherry bomb against the Tigers and Matthew Boyd. Maybe he has a fastball precision again versus the Royals. Uh, Rich Hill just walked six, but he's not going to do that again as he gets the Cubs and Kyle Hendricks on the other side of that against the Pirates. Yeah, that should be fine. There's a lot of like in the rankings today of it's Singer versus Boyd and Hill versus Hendricks. It's just how it is. Um, Hendricks has good command on his sinker in this changeup. He should be okay. AJ Smith Shaver, I don't know if I really like against the Phillies tomorrow. I think he got away with one against Rocky Road last time. And I, uh, yeah, his stuff isn't so overwhelming in my view. I, uh, Paul Blackburn just had 17 whiffs, but is that really going to stick around? And the Guardians aren't that good of an offense, but I don't know if I really want to chase that. Julio Tehran against the Diamondbacks, you do whatever you want to do. Miles Michaelis and Martin Perez have decent matchups, but I really don't think that they do enough for me to really get excited about them. And to push them into the probable start tier. Michaels is against the Nationals. And Martin Perez against the White Sox. Randy Vasquez is a very sneaky stream. If the Yankees are starting him tomorrow. Which it looks like they looks like they are. Against the Mariners. There could be a sneaky win there. So consider that. But I don't really want to do it in 12 teamers. And Michael Kopech. Who could have his fastball back. It was 3 over 61 whiffs in his last start. Don't like that. Uh, and uh, I guess the Rangers. So I don't really want to go for that one. And the do not start tier, it's Hunter Gaddis against Oakland. I don't know if he's even going to go five innings. Trevor Williams, never against the Cardinals. Tyler McGill, never against the Astros, even though he did well against the Cardinals last time out. Kyle Freeland inside of Cincinnati, absolutely not. Sean and I will likely get opened for against the Padres. I have no interest in that. And I don't know who the Dodgers are starting. It could be Emmett Sheehan, but it looks like it might be Thursday for Emmett Sheehan, which means it might be a bulk bang game. Uh, Ross Resource has Michael Grove, but he just got options. So there would have to be another move for that like an IL thing, uh, I don't know. I just don't want to do it against the Angels. If it's Emmett Sheehan, he'd be in the questionable start above AJ smith Shaver. All right, that is it for today. Thank you all so much for the support. Um, I really hope to see you tomorrow I, as we watch uh, the Phillies-Braves game. It's going to be so much fun just watching a game together as a community. But that is it. So my name is Nick Pollock, and may your balance be low and your strikeouts high.